Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Behind the Mask with Cassandra Perkins. Listen today as we show you how to love God. Love people and impact the world for Christ. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Cassandra Perkins here. I'm your host on Behind the Mask. Thank you so much for tuning in today and listening to the show. Basically, Behind the Mask is, is a show where we like to, to pull in um, guests who, who really are making a difference in this world and making an impact in, in hopes to share their story and inspire you to live a purpose-driven life and, and whatever that may be that you get out of their stories. And it's so cool having different guests on because we all pull something different out of their stories. We all learn something different, including myself. I learned so much from my guests. So it's such a cool experience to be sitting behind the microphone and get to learn a lot about my my guest as well but uh, I really hope that you get something away uh, you get something and take something away from my my guests because they really are living their life um, the best that they can and, and living their life and in, to inspire others and, and to uplift others and really I think we all want to do that we all want to make a difference in this life and and uh, bring other people up and support others and when I find somebody who is doing that I want nothing more to then just to share them with the world and put them out there, especially when they're a youth. So my my guest today, uh, his name is Easton Allred, and he is just oh my gosh, I'm blown away by him. I met him at a TEDx event and I, I was so blown away by him right away. His attitude, the way he talks, the way he just puts himself out there. He's very confident. And it, when I found out his age, 15 years old, I was just, I was so blown away because you don't find many youth today who are, are making such a difference and such an impact. And that's sad, but it's also a, a good thing that we do find youth that are, are doing great things because we're not just a general generation that's lazy. We're not just a generation that's not good for anything. We're a generation that's going to change the world. And I think showing examples of that is a great way to to prove that we are going to change the world and we're going to make a difference. And uh, I, I think it's one person at a time. So being able to share that person and, and maybe impact adults with that person to show what our youth is doing, what my generation is doing, or even impact our generation, I think is so important. So let me read about a little bit about the things that he's doing at 15 years old. Oh my God. Gosh, this kid has accomplished more than some people have in their lifetime. It's crazy. At 15 years old, he wants to learn all he can about the world. He is fascinated by nutrition, personal development, and optimal uh, performance with sports and in life in general. He has been blessed with the opportunity to meet some incredible people, travel around the world, and gain new perspectives. He is currently attending a local community college. Keep in mind, 15 years old, everyone. Community college, running his heart out and playing basketball. He's always trying to figure out new ways to perform the best he possibly can in life. He has learned over time that so much is a mental game and that through setting goals and taking action, it can be lived to the fullest, that life can be lived to a 
powerful. So let's go through the list here. So he's an entrepreneur. He's a podcaster with Fueled for Teens, which I was so happy to be able to be a guest on and experience him in action firsthand. It was so cool. He's a college student and an elite runner. He is just out here making a difference. And he's not only doing these things, he's being transparent and being open and saying, this is how I did them. And this is how I want you to help you accomplish your goals and dreams. So Easton, thank you so much for coming on the show today and, and you know, kind of flipping the tables a little bit, huh? Absolutely. And it's so good to be on the podcast with you, Cassandra. I absolutely loved getting to interview you on my podcast, Fueled. And of course, I met you when you gave your TED Talk. And it's really cool to see that we're both we're both very young and accomplishing so much. And, yeah. and it's really cool to see you and you're killing it. And uh, oh, thank I, you. I can't wait to be on the radio show and make this happen. Yeah, absolutely. And to be able to talk to you and just pick out your mind a little bit, it's not every day that you get to talk to somebody who's so accomplished. And, and you know, as I kind of mentioned before, that you really are doing things in your life that some people haven't done in theirs at you know a very old age. But I think the, the important thing to know is that it's never too late to make a difference. It's never too late to change a life. And I think you're really an inspiration for that, which is why I wanted you on the show is to share your your story and your motivation. Because in a world that's it can be kind of down, it's hard to find motivation and set goals and stick to them. And we're coming up on the new year. I, uh, you know, again, just want to throw out there, hope you guys had a very happy holiday. But we're coming up on a new year, you know, time for setting goals and, you know, sticking to them. You know, we see all the people in the gym gym for the first month and then they're not there for the rest of the year, you know, which is it's sad because we want to stick to our goals and to, to learn how to do that and, and, you know, take it from someone firsthand who is accomplishing their goals. It's cool to see that and what makes that a difference. So I think that's why I really wanted to have you on the show today is to talk about things like that, like motivation, like goal setting. And I, I really want to start by uh, really getting down to the beginning of it. Where, where did this motivation come from? Where did this aspiration for and passion really come from at a young age yeah absolutely so first of all on your uh, on your comment on goal setting and now the, and now it's almost january almost the new year yeah. and 95 people let go of their goals by january 15th like you said the gym is packed until until about about January 15th about that line it's a little bit blurry but then you see people are the gym's open and the reason why that happens is because people either don't have enough ambition they lose track of their goals and and things get in the way but the trick to getting over that is to have that motivation all throughout and how I've been able to stay motivated and where my ambition has come from is I really believe that progress is happiness. And hmm. I've seen that in my own life. When I'm progressing, when I'm learning, when I'm growing as a person, I'm becoming happier and happier and happier. One question I've always had is why do people that are so successful, billionaires, why do they keep want why do they still want to grow and be bigger and why do they keep working? Why not just go sit on a beach for the rest of their life? They've already they've already achieved success. But the reason and the answer I've come up for that is that successful people always want to progress because progression is happiness. No matter how successful you are, if you're progressing, you'll always be happy. So I've always been able to keep that in mind. And I never wanted to be average. I would watch movies and uh, I, I had so many mentors. And I just see all these dramatic scenes where these people are taking over the world and their names are remembered. And I wanted to be one of those people. <laughs> I, I want my name to be remembered after I'm after I'm gone. And I and I don't want to be average. I want to make a difference. I want to help people. And, and that's kind of where my ambition has come from. 
leave a legacy really and i think the word legacy is so important is to leave that that legacy when someone brings up your name it's it's they're going to remember you by who you are and, and what you stood for and that's amazing that you think like that truly incredible and especially i mean not to like pick on your age but 15 years old it's it's pretty it's pretty impactful that you're a 15 years old and you're doing some pretty incredible things and it just it makes me happy because i see my generation doing incredible things and i i love that but for you i i think how i think it's so cool how you have this passion and this drive and even like you said even at a, a young age to be able to find that and to pinpoint what your passions are but I love how you talk about success and success is such a broad term and, and one six person's success isn't another person's success and it's such a different definition of, of what someone considers success so to you know be a millionaire may be someone's success but to maybe a millionaire they want to keep achieving and keep going and they have a different point of view a different goal that they want to get to and I love that progress is happiness where where, where did you find that because in life sometimes we do progress sometimes we do go through lows sometimes we do go through valleys and and hit low points in our life I think we all do we all have those days so do you feel like those days still make us you know in that progression to finding happiness to being happy oh absolutely and I think everyone has their downtimes and everyone has their failures but also those those low valleys and when you are failing, those are your learning experience. Right. And the challenges that you have, those are your opportunities. Because everyone is gonna have everyone is gonna have challenges, but it just depends on how you handle it. And one of my favorite quotes is your challenges are your opportunities. And the reason is the reason that is is because if you if you have a challenge and you overcome that challenge, then you're one step ahead of the person who either didn't have that challenge or who backed down to that challenge. So I think absolutely the lows are part of the highs. And what I just try to remember is when I'm in those lows, I just think I've got to gain back my momentum. I've got to take control and I've got to keep working towards my vision. And even though I'm in a low, I that means I can only go up. Right. And so it's that progression and, and uh, then you'll be happier if you are progressing. So that's that's kind of the the theme behind that. Yeah, absolutely. And the lows really do make us who we are in a sense, because, you know, going through the lows in my life and hitting depression and feeling suicidal, that, those were things that I had to go through in a sense, but I would no, be nowhere near where I am today if I didn't go through those things to be able to share those experiences. And you may never know why you're going through those experiences because you might have to, to share them with other people, to share your voice with others, because there may be somebody else who isn't as strong, who can't hold on as strong, who needs that word of encouragement, who needs that little push from you because you've been through it yourself. You know, that, that me too moment that we can all relate to in one another. I truly believe that. And I, I truly agree with you that that's really a part of it. It absolutely is. Now you're doing just so many incredible things, but I want to know for you, where did you discover these passions for wanting to do a podcast, for wanting to run, for wanting to, where, where where did these passions really stem from? Because in society, I think a lot, we're looking for something to have as our own and a passion to have. So where, how did you find those things? Quite honestly, Cassandra, I looked for them. And, and that seems like such a simple and easy answer. But if you're looking for your passions, you'll find them. It, it's the Tetris effect. You, your brain is always scanning the things that you teach it to scan for. 
So I kind of taught my brain at a young age because I, I listened to podcasts and, and my mom was super passionate about podcasts and about success and personal development. And she kind of spread that to me a little bit. And at the time, I didn't know that I was passionate about it, but she helped me understand that. And one thing that she taught me at a very young age is that I needed to look for my passions. So I made that a priority. I was always scanning through the world for what I loved. And and I asked my family, I was like, what, what do you think that I love? Because my family knows me so well. And my mom, my dad, they know what I love and they've watched me. They've watched me grow up and they've seen, this is what you love. This is what you're good at. And so another thing that I've heard is, this is from John Lee Dumas. And he always talks about when you're looking for what you want to do with your life, you need to write down a list of things that you're passionate about and then a list of things that you're good at. And then you match them up and that's what you need to uh, that's what you need to explore and um, and progress in, if that makes sense. Right. Uh, actually, during my TED Talk, I actually talked about this, how essentially, you know, your life is a vehicle and you, you look at the things that you love and the things, you know, you look forward through the windshield and that's where your direction of your car is going to go towards where you're looking. So really to, uh, you know, have these lists of things and identify the things that make you happy and identify the things that you're passionate about and be able to steer towards that. You're going to, you're going to hit success if that's what success is to you. And again, I, I think we have to do, we do have to prepare for bumps in the road and difficulties because it's bound to happen. But I think if we prepare for it, then once we hit it, it's, it's a little less dramatic, you know, it's a little less hard on us because we're preparing for that. And I love the way that you look at things. You're just so outspoken. And I'm, I'm very, very impressed by you, to say the least. You're doing incredible things. We do have to take a break. But when we return, we're going to talk a little bit about more of your passions specifically, like your podcast, why that's so such a passion to you, and really uh, dive into what you're doing now. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Hi, this is Cassandra Perkins. This is Deputy John Arnold with the Douglas County Sheriff's Office. Did you know that over 1,006,000 car accidents are caused from texting and driving each year? Also, you have a 23% greater chance of being involved in a motor vehicle accident while texting and driving. If you get a text, it can wait. Pull over to a safe location. Nothing is that important. Don't, Don't drive, drive while intoxicated. Hi, I'm Cassandra Perkins from Behind the Mask. I'm Alex Sheen, founder of Because I Said I Would. Alex, why are promises so important to humanity? You know, a lot of people don't think about broken promises as a humanitarian issue, but it really is one. Think about the people who you might know who say things like, I'll quit smoking, I'll lose weight, I'm going to volunteer more, but then nothing. You know, nothing about this downward slide about our culture and keeping promises, nothing about that is going to change unless there's something to change it. And that is what we are. Because I said I would is a social movement and nonprofit organization dedicated to the betterment of humanity through promises made and kept. We cannot make the world better if we can't keep our promises to make it better. I encourage people to check out because I said I would.com or facebook.com slash because I said I would to learn more about our nonprofit and humanitarian effort. Hi, this is Lynn Reamer, and I'm president of Act on Drugs. 
Did you know that drugs today are more potent than they've ever been before? From alcohol to marijuana to designer drugs and even methamphetamine. Drugs are also more available today, especially alcohol, pot, designer drugs, but specifically your prescription drugs, which kids get from the medicine cabinet. Studies show that if parents would talk to their kids, they're also a lot less likely to use them. So please talk to your kids today. For more information and resources, visit my website at actondrugs.org. Welcome back, everyone. I am joined with Easton Allred. He is doing some incredible things. We've been talking to him a little bit about being a 15-year-old in today's world. And, and at 15, he has accomplished so many amazing things, like being a, bot, a podcaster, college student, runner. He's just doing uh, uh, incredible things. And, and on top of that, being in school as well. And we were just talking about that during the break a little bit about what school was like for you. And, and, and I think we had similar experiences where we both did online school. And I feel like my question for you is um number one why 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 did you feel that online school was an option for you and then also did you feel like you ever you didn't really ever fit in because you were so mature is that kind of in a sense why yeah absolutely so I started homeschooling in about middle of sixth grade and I really did I loved school I loved being able to see the people there but for me, I just never really was able to, I, I didn't feel like the school was customized enough for me, if that makes sense. Right. I felt like it was, it was much too slow. I feel like some things I needed to spend a little bit more time on and, and some things I really just, I didn't need to learn that again. I, I felt like a lot of elementary school science was self-explanatory for me. And I, and I know that for other people, it's not that way, but I, and I also, at this time, I was very, very passionate about basketball. So I made the decision in sixth grade to go homeschooled for my education, first of all, and second of all, so I could fully attack my passions for basketball and start a business. And and since I did that, I've been able to totally take control of my life. And, and now I'm in college. Now I'm so much better at basketball than I would have been. And also, I, I just been have been able to keep all my relationships and totally expand my mind. And there's just so many advantages to doing homeschool. And, and to your other question about fitting in is I definitely had a problem with that. It was, it was really hard for me. And, and what I did, I've, I had a lot of friends I really enjoyed. And it was hard for me to fit in because, I, I don't know, I was always... I was always the Mormon kid that didn't swear, that didn't cuss, and for middle school that was hard for me because everyone around we around me would would uh, didn't really understand that. Right. And and I think that a lot of people and Caleb talks about this too. Caleb Maddox. Yeah. He talks about bullying and how everybody wants to build their tower, and in a lot of ways I felt like that I was having a little bit more success than the people around me, and so they wanted to tear me down so that the, so that my tower wouldn't be bigger than theirs. And, and that's one lesson that I've really learned is that people don't want you to be bigger than them, so they will tear you down sometimes. And that was hard for me. I would come home crying many days from, from elementary school and, and just say, man, this happened, this happened. And um, I've had a lot of problems with basketball as well because I'm very, very different from the people that I've had on previous basketball teams. And one thing that I've tried is, is I had these kids that were just being extremely, extremely hurtful and rude to me and just saying some terrible things. And so my mom and I, we sat down and we said, we're going to try what we call the Easton experiment. <laughs> and so when, and when these kids were just painfully rude to me, I would just be ridiculously kind in response. Mm. And, and what happened is it totally shut them down. 
And, and the reason is, is because when someone is being so kind to you, it's very, very hard to tear them down. And not that I was being rude to them before, but like once I made an effort to compliment them and be, and just be painfully kind to them, it made all the difference. And so I realized that through kindness, we can stop bullying. And, and, and I think it's very, very essential to understand the towers analogy and that people, and it's under, it's very, very valuable to understand that lesson and to understand that you will be brought down if you're doing big things, but that doesn't necessarily mean to stop doing the things you're doing. Right. And that's important to, to point out and to recognize is that there are going to be people that want to, you know, the haters per se, if you want, if you want to say that the haters in your life who, who do see things like that and, and sadly do want to tear you down and bring you down to their level in, in a sense and and sadly a lot of the time some people don't even recognize that they're doing it and then they just kind of mentally do it and uh, you know it was the it was the case with the person who bullied me when I finally brought it to their attention they said oh, I had no idea I was doing that it's just mm-hmm. kind of something that's happened in my life for a while it's the way my parents act it's the way that I act it's just kind of what happens so that was a real eye-opener for me because I, it was hurtful because I was like, wow, this person who really made me suicidal didn't even know that they were making me hurt at all. But then again, it put a perspective on me. What's going on in their life? Why are they acting the way that they're acting? And it really just put a whole new perspective on things. It really flipped flipped the table, which doesn't make it okay what they're doing. But again, to, to you know, kill them with kindness in a sense or, or bring that back to reality of saying, why are they doing this? That's really important in, in any situation. I mean, adults go through that in the workplace as well. It's not just kids. Adults go through it too. And, and keeping that in mind, no matter what, is so important to say what's going on in this person's life. And I think being on, you know, for you saying being on the mature scale, in our world today, it's it's very hard to find kids who are down to earth and have goals and ambitions. So from a parent's perspective, when they do say, oh, kids are just lazy today, they don't care about anything, it can be perceived as that. It really can. It really can be perceived as that. And it's hard for people like us who do have you know broader mindsets to find places to fit in and not get involved in drugs and alcohol and all of these different uh, peer pressures. So I think that the online option, if, if it works for people, is a really, really cool option. And just to even Google and Google what your options are if you are being bullied or you are you do have goals and you want to go chase them because I know like uh, like you said for me when I did online school I it was so cool because I was able to travel and and talk and speak and, and motivational speak and do the things that I needed to do but also be able to have teachers behind me that were there for me and be able to do things on my own time when I had the time to sit down it was such a cool experience don't you agree just like so cool Oh, absolutely. And one thing about homeschooling or online schooling is the opportunities become limitless. Yeah. I would never have been able to start my podcast without online school. And we went to Thailand, we went to China, and I had so many valuable lessons from that. That would have Real been life never experiences. Happened. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, I think there's just so many advantages and so many ways to expand yourself if you do do online. Wow. So now you're in community college. That's crazy. What does that look like? What is your plans? What are your plans with that? Yeah, absolutely. So it was pretty funny. I mean, my mom drove me and walked me into my first day of college. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty funny. And, and now I've done about two years of college. 
And I'm working towards my associate's degree. I want to get that before I would normally be in my junior year of high school. Wow. And uh, I think that's just really cool for me because once I get into my junior year, I'll just be able to go all out on my business and all out on Fuel for Teens. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I just – my thing is I just always want to be able to go after my passions full scale. And this is the best way i found to do that. How cool. And and that's so cool because that inspires other people to, to do that and say, wow, that's an option. You can do that. You can go along with that you don't have to you know be in this system where you're doing four years and and like you said for some people it works really really well and works really great but some people you know they need a little help here or they're really good in this subject and you no know, not so much in the other and they need more time for that and to be able to in a sense kind of you know navigate your way around that and formulate a plan around that is so cool it's so amazing and to be able to have that freedom I think freedom is a really big thing and and for you to discover your passions and be able to go full force at them is great sadly not everybody has that option or can't have that option so for people who are listening who necessarily can't you know go all out and uh, you know drop everything and, and just chase their passion how how would you um you know spend the time to the little time to dedicate to your goals and passions like how, how would you you know really put that into your goals and passions if you can't go full force yeah absolutely so one thing that I've done is I've made a very elaborate to-do list and, I've, and I wake up really early. And I know that sleep is a big issue and a lot of people say, oh man, I'm pulling all-nighters, working on my business. And that's awesome for them, but what really happens is that'll catch up to you. You need sleep to be in your optimal state of mind. But if you can find ways to prioritize your day, every day I make a plan and I say, these are my A and B and C priorities for the day. And then I prioritize it like this. And, and one thing I like to use when I'm planning out my day is what Darren Hardy calls eat the ugliest frog first. Mm-hmm. So if you have to wake up every morning and eat a frog or eat two frogs, you got to eat the ugliest one first and it's easier to get the next one. And, and uh, your, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't find the word, but you you run out of steam throughout the day, so you need to get the hard things done first. So I put my priorities there. If I if I had to go to school every morning, then I would then I would wake up at five a.m. and get the hard stuff done. I would uh, I mean I'm I would wake up at five and I would work out. I'd play basketball and then I would go to school. That's that's what I would do. I'd do my drills before school and then I would have basketball practice after school. So I think prioritizing what you want your day to look like the night before or even the morning before school happens is the best way to take control of your life if you don't have full freedom. Well, I think it's crazy that when you even just write things out or you type them on the computer or you put them on your phone, once you once it's like on paper or, you know, on your computer, whatever, once it's there, it's like a reality that it's there. It's in your face that you wrote it down. It's you've made it a thing. And now it, it, you know, you can come to life. And that constant reminder is always really good. And we need reminders. We do. We need reminders, just like we need uh, coaches and and people in our life to to push us to do better things and do greater things. We do need reminders in our life to, to accomplish our goals and nothing's wrong with that. So I love that you point that out just to do something as simple as making a list and get the hard stuff out of the way first and, you know, I, I love the phrase, if it could be done in a minute, then just do it. And and I think that being able to prioritize your goals and, and what you need to get done is so cool. And at the end of the day, when you see this list and you see everything that you did for the day, it's just, it's a nice pat on the back to be able to say, wow, look at the things that I accomplished today. It's just a feel good moment in a sense to be able to say, wow, I, I did good things today. I, I, you know, accomplished my goals and that's important. Now I really want to jump into your podcast. Your podcast is doing so many amazing things. You're, you're doing essentially kind of the same thing I am. 
sharing stories of people who are making a difference in this world and making an impact and having great businesses and successful lives. People that we look up to and say, wow, they, they are successful. Those are the kind of people that we all want to be. So being able to share that is so cool. So would you mind talking about Fueled for Teens and really what that's all about? Oh yeah, absolutely. So Fueled is my podcast and what I do is I interview successful entrepreneurs and athletes and I believe that a huge part of life is mentors. You need to be able to learn from other people who are right. five, ten years ahead of you. So I interview successful entrepreneurs and I figure out what makes them successful. What are their habits? What are their routines? What are they doing differently? Because I, I really do believe success is not an accident. You don't just stumble upon success by going with the flow. Right. You have to be doing things that are different. And so what I do is I interview these entrepreneurs and I interview these athletes and and I put it on iTunes, I put it on a podcast, and so, and, and my audience is teens, so they can go and listen to it, and they can be inspired, motivated, and so that they can have knowledge. Hmm. To be able to have that knowledge and, and go back, and uh, I think it's so cool to put it in a format like a, a podcast or even like a radio show or innocence, to be able to go back and listen to the things, and I bet that you've learned some pretty incredible things too, just being able to you know sit in the, in the hot seat and be able to interview and talk to people who are successful who are doing amazing things and 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 I love that you say that you don't just success isn't an accident there's certain things and certain actions each person does to get to where they are today and if we can even take like a little bit of that and pull a little bit of what they do maybe that it can help us and and, and you know help our life and find happiness find success whatever that case is so we do have to take a break but when we return I would love to talk to you a little bit about what you've learned from your guest and and what you've learned through your podcast. I think that would be really cool to hear. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with Easton Allred. Hi, I'm Cassandra Perkins from Behind the Mask. And I'm Harry Singer from London. How do we change our worst days into our best days, Harry? I have a model, but with the short space, here's what I would say. The first step is to connect with why have you labeled it as worst day? Can you remember it's your worst day or worst days? You gave it that label. Find out the meanings that you've associated to that worst day. Then the next thing is this, is to get to a place where realizing that we tend to link all the terrible things in our life to that worst day right? and all of our challenges because of that worst day. But when you can take the gift and when you can get to a point where you realize that there is greatness in your life and that greatness would not be there had your past experiences not happened. That's the whole you. And when you've got that, then you can be at a stage where you can turn around and say, you know what, I can forgive myself and everything that happened didn't happen in vain because now I can get to choose how I want to move forward. So if you want to turn your worst days into your best days, realize that, you know what, there is greatness in there. There's a gift in there. You can choose. And when you can take that and give it to others and help others, then you'll be grateful for it. If you want to connect with me further, come and check in on harrysinger.com or harrysingerfoundation.com. Hi, this is Cassandra Perkins. This is Deputy John Arnold with the Douglas County Sheriff's Office. Did you know that over 1,006,000 car accidents are caused from texting and driving each year? Also, you have a 23% greater chance of being involved in a motor vehicle accident while texting and driving. If you get a text, it can wait. Pull over to a safe location. Nothing is that important. Don't, Don't drive, drive while intoxicated. Hi, I'm Cassandra Perkins from Behind the Mask. I'm Alex Sheen, founder of Because I Said I Would. 
Alex, why are promises so important to humanity? You know, a lot of people don't think about broken promises as a humanitarian issue, but it really is one. Think about the people who you might know who say things like, I'll quit smoking, I'll lose weight, I'm going to volunteer more, but then nothing. You know, nothing about this downward slide about our culture and keeping promises, nothing about that is going to change unless there's something to change it. And that is what we are. Because I Said I Would is a social movement and nonprofit organization dedicated to the betterment of humanity through promises made and kept. We cannot make the world better if we can't keep our promises to make it better. I encourage people to check out Because I Said I Would.com or Facebook.com slash Because I Said I Would to learn more about our nonprofit and humanitarian effort. Welcome back, everyone. I am joined right here in studio with Easton Allred. Easton, welcome back. Thank you so much once again for being here in studio. It's been really fun, really great. Oh, yeah, it's been awesome. <laughs> yeah, being able to talk to you and really pick out your mind is, is so cool. And uh, if you guys are just tuning in, let me tell you a little bit about what he's doing. He is an entrepreneur at 15 years old. He's a podcaster with Fueled for his podcast. It's so incredible. He's a college student, and he's an elite runner. And he's making the most out of it every day. Every day you're trying to do something to you know have that progress like you said before and and being able to go forward in your life and have success and you know inspire some and bring some other people along the way right oh yeah for sure <laughs> it's so cool and it's so inspiring to me to see that and, and to talk to you and just pick out your mind a little bit and and see what happens in the mind of a 15 year old who's you know an entrepreneur and, and, <laughs> and a motivational just a motivational person and it's it's very very inspiring so thank you for sharing your story with me as well as my my listeners I appreciate that well thank you I mean it's so great to be on Cassandra and it's cool to learn from you as well I mean well, thank you you have so much under your belt and it's cool to listen and be on your radio show it's so much fun so well, thank you well, <laughs> well thank you I appreciate that that's very kind of you to say now before the break we were talking a little bit about your podcast and, and everything that you're doing on there and I, I kind of left you with the question of what have you learned from because here we are talking about learning from you know each other what have you learned from your your people that you've had on your podcast because that is it's so cool I mean I'm kind of speaking for myself here but I bet you'll agree that it's like the coolest thing ever to be able to sit in the hot seat and interview because you get to ask the questions that you want to know and you get to ask the questions that are, you know are going to benefit others and that can help others so it's really cool to be able to take from their knowledge and learn about it so what are some of the things that you've learned from your your guests that you've had yeah, so one thing that I've learned is the importance of habits. Now, this is this has been like the topic of the month for me is habits. And I'm, I'm working on goal setting right now. I have a course coming out. I'm writing a book. And one topic that I'm really struggling with is goals. And the reason why that is is because how do you set goals? I mean, there's there's so many goals that I want to achieve. Mm -hmm. But I'm also reading a lot of books that say you need to focus on one thing. You need, you need to focus on three things. So there's so many different goal setting programs out there. And what I've learned from a lot of my mentors is that habits are a huge part in forming your goals. I, I'm learning it and I haven't fully developed this idea yet. But my my theory right now is that you need one goal and you need a lot of habits. And and one thing I've learned from a lot of my guests is that they have fantastic habits. And two of the biggest themes is all of my guests, they work out, they work out five days a week and they read books. They they are always trying to become more knowledgeable. Ty Lopez, one of my biggest mentors, and hopefully we'll get him on the podcast one day. He reads a book a day. And and what mm -hmm. happens is he develops so much knowledge and he's able to share it with the people around him. And I just think that habits are so huge. 
Wow. To be able to, to develop that. And, and once it becomes a habit, then it's routine in a sense. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's good to have those good habits like working out, like just doing even the, the little things. And I, I think that it's important once we set those habits, even for people who are, are depressed and are sad and, and don't feel like they can get out of bed, even even that routine of just getting up and showering can be your accomplishment. That can be your goal that you have accomplished and, be, and making that a habit. It can, you know, really maybe even spark some happiness, I think. And I, I love that you really stick to that. Now, speaking of goals, what is the goal of your podcast? What What is the overall goal and, and the message that you want to accomplish while doing this? Mm-hmm. Well, so with Fueled, I want to be able to motivate and inspire as many people as possible. I believe that our generation is awesome and we're a little bit underestimated. I believe that teens are a little bit underestimated. Absolutely. But they can do so many great things and with a little bit of direction, they can go far. I think so many teens have the go with the flow mindset and that's why they get into drugs, alcohol, and so many other terrible things. And and I think that if I, with Fueled, can motivate them and help them to get set on their goals and know what their path is, I can get them away from all those things and create so much success within these individuals. Absolutely. I, I love that. That's so cool because kids kids are just looking for direction. They really are. And if, if you expose kids to alcohol and drugs, then that's the direction that they're going to take. But it's it's crazy. And they've done so many amazing things uh, and experiments and stuff where they'll come in and just be with kids and have, a, in a sense, like that mentor, even if it's, you know, someone who's 15 years old, whoever that mentor is to inspire somebody, they are going to want to flock towards that and, and be around that because all kids want is to be valued and appreciated and told that they are worth something in this life and that they can accomplish things. And sometimes it just does take that little recognition to say, hey, you can accomplish these things. And here's the steps that we're going to help take together to do that. Kids are looking for mentors. And that's why, uh, you know, talking about the school, I really do appreciate teachers and, and, you know, counselors and adult figures, because they, they deal with a lot. And they really, so, you know, t- teachers should never lose their spark, because kids need people like that in their life. Because, uh, you know, speaking for, for us, we have very supportive parents, your dad's sitting right here just we have very supportive parents my my family supported me with everything that I've done in my life and I wouldn't be anywhere without them and sadly kids don't always have that opportunity and and the parents are out of the picture which is why kids need to reach out to a podcast to read books to reach out to counselors and find that adult figure who's gonna be there and support you because you know that little push can make all the difference do you agree oh yeah absolutely and I think one thing that's key with that is, of course, you need that one person to always you, to always be able to go to and ask a question and, and to pour your heart out into. But I also think that the great thing about radio shows and the great thing about podcasts and books is you can have whoever you want in the world to be your mentor. That's cool. And I think if teens just took that opportunity to listen to more podcasts, read more books, then that would be huge. Right. It could really make all the difference in the world to just even look at a, a look at a book. And, and you know, it's, I love that you say that, that really your mentor can be anybody in the world right there in your hands because it's and it's cool, too, because 
uh, you know, with Zig Ziglar, I'll listen to Zig Ziglar's stuff, and, and I love Zig, and I get so much from his stuff. He's such a huge mentor to me, and being able to listen to his stuff, I could listen to the same CD 16 times, a million times, and get something different every single time that I listen to it. It's just the way he talks, and the in the way that I'm feeling that day. If I'm feeling sad, then that's going to speak to me in a certain way. If I'm feeling super motivated, it's going to speak to me in a different way. It's just, it's so cool how we can have a resource like that right in our hands, and it's cool to be able to say that hey maybe we could be that for some person to Mm -hmm. be able to motivate somebody and and show them that you know there is life worth living and life worth purpose and and in direction and that's very cool that you're doing that so I love your goal and your goal doing that now where it's it's so cool to be able to see you doing these things as as a young kid and and and, you know we've talked about that a lot that you're really a young kid but it's so important to point out that you can accomplish anything no matter your age no matter you know if if you're 15 or you know 50 whatever the case is if you're even older than that that you can always make a difference in your life and um I really want to ask you where you find really really where you find the purpose I think purpose is such a, a big word in today's world. That purpose is, is so big. And I really want to ask you where you find purpose in your life. Is it through doing things like the podcast, through, through doing things like, uh, you know, running and, and doing this, uh, you know, athletic stuff? Where's the purpose come from? Man, so the purpose, I like that question a lot. So I agree. Purpose is what is definitely the motivation and behind everything. And and my purpose is just to make a difference. I mean, hmm. with Fueled, I really, really want to make a difference. And I, I want to help people. And I believe that through my podcast, I can really do that. And and I, I really agree with you that if, if we could help teens find that purpose, that would make a monumental difference. A lot of people are lacking purpose. A lot of teens are lacking purpose. And that's why they go off track. That's why they get in the go with the flow mindset. Right. And in a sense, that go with the flow can, in a sense, hurt us in a way because it does lead to things like alcohol and drugs. It can. It can lead to things like that. Or, you know, it can lead to things just kind of getting by. And if that's what you need to do to get through your day, if you're going through depression is is getting by, then by all means do it. But if you think that you can accomplish amazing things and you can get out and make a difference, I I think even just sharing your voice can really make a difference. Just sharing your story because all of us have a story. All of us have a a purpose of our life and, and what we've been through, our stories, our struggles. And even sharing that can be your purpose, making a difference in somebody else's life by sharing your own experience. Experiences. And I think what you sharing that and putting that out there is, is number one, such a big thing for you to do, but you never know who's going to get what from that, who's going to pull something from that story. So I love that you point that out. Um, for you, you know, being such a, at a young age, do you feel like um, in today's world that kids don't have enough support in, in a sense? Do you feel like kids don't have enough support and people to go to? You know, I do feel that way, and, and, and that's exactly why I started my podcast is to be that support for people because, mm-hmm. like we talked about earlier, a lot of people don't have parents that know what they're doing. And, and I think one of my, another one of my favorite quotes, is, I talked about challenges or opportunities, but another one is that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I, I, I love that. Although everyone has heard that quote, not everyone is implementing it, but everyone should be. I, I try to surround myself, and I try to find my support 
with five people that are inspiring me to be better. And I, and one rule, and I talked about this with you in my podcast episode on Fueled, but you need to be spending your time with three different groups of people. 33% of the time needs to be with people that you can mentor, that right. you can help to grow because through teaching you can learn and you can make a difference in somebody else's life. Hmm. And then the third, the other 33% is with people that are the me too's, people that you are going along with life and you're about in the same spot you relate and you can to. help each other progress and you can right. relate with them. And then the last third and the last 33% of people, it needs to be people that are five, 10 years ahead of you that you can learn from and they can answer your questions and just help you to be the very, very best you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, I, I think that teens need to find support in those three different groups of people. And they also need to look up to their parents a little bit more. And, and, and I think parents have a lot of knowledge and, and number one, teens need to look up to their parents a little bit better. And number two, parents need to do a little bit better of a job, just like our parents are doing an incredible job. Yeah, absolutely. And just to be there for your child, because kids do want an outlet and a place to go to ask questions and, and to be there. And, you know, kids want to know about life and, and want to know about experiences. And I feel like parents are, are in a sense, a, a lot of the time, parents are fixers and they try to fix things very uh, a lot. And <laughs> both the parents are smiling in the room and <laughs> they try to fix things. And when, they, when we come to them with a problem, they're so quick to say, here's how I would do it. And here's how I would fix things. And in a sense, we just want knowledge. We just want someone to be there for us and, and, and for to us to just talk to and, and share our life experiences and what's happening in our life. We don't always want a solution right away. We don't always want a fix to our problem. Problems. We we want to be able to talk and, and talk about life and to be able to have that person to go to to be able to talk to whoever that is or even to be able to listen to a you know a podcast or a book to find those life experiences. Parents need to realize that your your kid doesn't you know want to sit around and play video games all day. They want purpose. They want uh, direction, and they just need that push and that uh, you know willingness to say, "Hey, you you are capable of amazing things. You are capable of doing great things in your life." Just as you know, as such as we have. And in a sense, you know, not to toot our own horn, but we've been an example for is that kids can accomplish amazing things and they just need direction and they need love and they need to know that they're worth something, that they're worth something in this life. And I, I really, really think that you doing what you're doing is absolutely absolutely straight on with that that you are a prime example of what that is so thank you for doing what you're doing because I find it very inspiring very inspiring so thank you well thank you that's such a nice compliment and I really appreciate that absolutely we do have to take one last break one last break but we return we're going to find out a little bit about uh, more about Easton a little bit more but also where we're going to see him in the future he's only 15 ladies and gentlemen we were he's got a long way to go and I think we're going to see some incredible incredible things from him in the future so stay tuned we will be right back hi i'm cassandra perkins from behind the mask and i'm brian jackson inspirational speaker and hiv survivor when i was 11 months old my father intentionally injected me with hiv by the age of six, I was sent home from the hospital to die. Not supposed to see the age of seven. Here I am today with full forgiveness and heart and full hope in life. 
Brian, why is hope vital for our life? You see, in life, we're going to go through different challenges and different storms, and we're just not going to be sure which way is out and which way is up and which way is down. And therefore, we have to be guided by hope. In life, we've come into this world being kids and taking baby steps, the one step at a time. Before you know it, we have to take leaps of faith. And that is hope, and hope is vital. To find out more information about my story and how I can come speak at your next event, visit brianjackson.com. That's B-R-R-Y-A-N-Jackson, J-A-C-K-S-O-N dot com. Have you ever been mad at your kids? I mean, really mad? Put yourself in timeout. Or have you ever suspected child abuse and neglect of a child you've seen? Call the Colorado Child Abuse Hotline today. That's 1-844-CO-4-KIDS or 1-844-264-5437. That's 1-844-264-5437. The kids can't wait. Call today. Hi, I'm Cassandra Perkins from Behind the Mask. And I'm Jimmy Graham, Director of Active Shooter Response Training Center. Between 2000 and 2013, an average of 11.4 active shooter incidents occurred annually. And according to the FBI, active shooter incidents are on the rise, and the majority of them occur in the workplace. Tell us a little bit about your background, Jimmy. I spent a little over 15 years in the U.S. Navy SEAL teams as an operator and instructor, and then I also uh, worked for the federal government, training protective officers and deploying overseas. And now what are you doing to help educate and prepare others? At ASRTC, we're training individuals in the workplace to protect themselves and those in their care. I love your motto. Would you mind sharing with my listeners what it is? Not at all. We have a motto of faith, not fear, and perception, not paranoia. To learn more, contact us at asrtrainingcenter.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'm joined right here in studio with Easton Allred. We've been having an amazing conversation just so incredible thank you so much for being here today and coming down into studio i appreciate that yeah absolutely it's, it's fun to be on and i love this studio and it's cool to be able to uh learn from you and um well it's, thank it's an you awesome time, so, well yeah. thank you i really appreciate that and i'm learning a lot from you as well and even just being able to uh you know be on your podcast that was very very cool for me very very cool and just to have somebody who is so just outspoken and and you know being able to talk and exchange life ideas and and, and thoughts is just very very cool so thank you for that i really appreciate that now before the break we were talking more about just goals and how to stay motivated and in today's world where you know demotivation can be a real threat a real threat it really can be so we were talking about that a little bit and you are doing some incredible things as I've said and you are out there making a difference and in one of those ways I think people have when they have anger they have depression or they have these things of kind of going with the flow the kind of go with the flow attitude that they can get caught up in the things like drugs and alcohol or we can channel our you know our thoughts and our emotions in a different way like running like athletics and doing things like that so would you mind talking briefly about why that interested you getting involved in things like that why athletics and yeah okay yeah so so um I've always loved basketball number one because 
well, I've just been passionate about personal development my entire life. And one thing I liked about basketball is everything that I learned on the self-help personal development side, I could implement in basketball. Basketball is a mental game and it's and it's physical and every success principle can be applied. And so that's one thing I really enjoyed about basketball. And, I, and I've also really enjoyed working towards a goal and working really hard at something. So that's always been really fun for me with basketball. And um, another thing is, is as I am homeschooled, it's been really great for me socially and then with running I love running because you get to be out in nature and you can just for me it's kind of meditation Hmm. running is so fantastic because you can push your body to the limit and and it's just awesome because you can be working out which is so good for your mind for your body it's just good for everything and I think athletics is are amazing because you get to work towards a goal you to learn life lessons and I think a lot of teens need that Right. And they need that outlet. They really do oh, yeah. need the outlet. Mm-hmm. And through that, it's a having, break. right. Well, having that passion, you can, you can find other people who are like-minded and, uh, and I bet you've met some people through athletics who are also like-minded and people that you can relate to. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. to be able to find those people, uh, some people are just looking for support from others in their life. And that's what their main goal is, is to find the support from others and finding your passions and going through that. When, once you find your passions, you find people who are like-minded and those can be your support system and, and those people in your life that are the me too, the people who can, can be there for you and you can, you know, throw ideas back and forth. Those are the people, that's where you find the, the people in your life is, is through your passions and through your purpose. I really believe that for you, where can we expect to see Easton in the future? Where where does the future lie for you? What what you mentioned something about writing a book? What, what are we gonna see from you? Oh yes, I mean I got I got dreams. I I really, I mean 2017 I want to make it happen. So. Uh, I really, I'm getting on a TED Talk in April, so I'm really, really excited wow. about that. And I know you gave a TED Talk, and, and so that was very, very exciting for me to have that opportunity. And then I'm writing a book. I'm, I'm very, very excited about that. And, I'm, man, I'm setting my goals right very, very soon. I, like I told you, I'm trying to figure out what really makes a good goal setting or a really good goal setting system. Like what I've done in the past, I've written down 10 goals I've wanted to achieve, but I'm thinking about switching it up, but for sure, writing a book, getting on a TED Talk, and then uh, definitely have some running and basketball goals in there as well. How cool. For you, I know you mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, we kind of talked about failure a little bit, and I think with any goal comes failure, in a sense, where you try to accomplish something, such as, example, losing weight, and you don't lose the weight. You know, it can be devastating. It can be hurtful, or you work out, and and it doesn't, you don't see the results that you want right away. It can be devastating, in a sense, to say, wow, I, I tried to accomplish this and I failed. Why would I why would I keep trying? So for you, how do you channel failure and how do you kind of push it to do what you wanted to do? You know, take that failure and kind of manipulate it in a sense. Yeah, for sure. So definitely failure is hard. I mean, it always takes me a second. I I, I like to take a second after I've failed and just kind of let it soak in. And then what I do from that is I like to journal about it. I like to journal what can I learn from this. And and although it's hard, I really do try to switch my mind and try to tell myself that I can I can switch that into an opportunity. And I try to learn from my failures by just switching my mind to say, what can I learn? 
And then one uh, and one quote that I really like to live by is by Seth Godin: "Whoever fails the most wins." So <laughs> whoever fails the most wins. And and what I've done with that quote is I've really I've really switched it. So failure doesn't really hurt me that much anymore. Fa- failure has come to a point where just man, I, I failed. Let's do it again because if I fail and I fail and I fail and I fail, then eventually I'll succeed. And the average salesman makes their sale on the seventh, eighth time they try. They get so many no's before they finally get a yes. And so failure is really is not even a bad thing for me anymore. It's just kind of something that is a learning experience and I can say, oh, I failed. Now I need to work this much harder to get where I want to go. Wow. And and to really keep that in the back of your head and just say, hey, failure is okay. (laughs) Just pat yourself on the back and assure yourself that, hey, failing is okay because we learn from our failures. I truly believe that. And we can take those failures and, and, and those things that went wrong and say, what went wrong and how do we fix it and do better this next go? And how do we do better in the next point? Now, I want my guests, my listeners, excuse me, to be able to find you and learn more about you. So where can we get a hold of you, learn more about you, and also learn more and listen to the podcast? We got to get my listeners on your podcast too and have them listen. So where can we find more about you? Oh, yeah. So Instagram is Fueled for Teens, and then I'm on Facebook at Easton Allred, Twitter at Easton Allred, and then my website is www.fueled.life, and um, yeah, I'm putting motivational quotes and uh, videos up on there, so go check it out, go check out the podcast, and hopefully I can motivate you. Absolutely, and find you all over social media because it's so cool to even just see from when we, I met you at TED, just to see the, the amazing things that you're doing and the, the amazing things that you're posting and just the progress that you're making. So for people to be able to go find you, I think is very, very important. Easton, this has been so great, and I am so blessed to have met you and to share experiences with you. You're doing really, really just astonishing things. I'm so impressed by you. Thank you for sharing your your wisdom on my show today. I appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you so much, Cassandra. It's awesome to have you as a connection and to, uh, oh, thank you. And to keep you and hopefully we can help each other progress. And Absolutely. It's, it's been so much fun, so I appreciate you having me on the radio Absolutely. Show. We're going to have to have you back on again and just for sure. talk about more things. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Easton. We have Jacob Salem calling in to pray us out. Jacob, are you there, my friend? Absolutely. Pray us out. All right. Father God, we just thank you for this show and for everything that Cassandra is doing. And for those that come on as guests to speak and talk about goals and where we're headed, especially as we move into this new year, Lord, I pray that you continue to be with us. You continue to guide us. You continue to use us. You continue to equip us. And we thank you so much in advance uh, for the things you're going to do. Lord, today we lift up uh, Cassandra's aunt, I believe, Krista, who is in the hospital. Lord, we're praying for a a fast recovery and praying for a a miracle, Lord. Lord, I don't know that situation, but you do. So we pray right now that you're there with Krista and that you would uh, touch her and guide the doctors and guide the medicine and guide whatever whatever is needed, Lord. Uh, Jesus, we just give it fully and completely 100% over to you. We thank you so much for this past holiday, this Christmas, as we celebrated your birth. And we thank you for going forth before us into the new year, Lord. Please continue to guide our steps, guide our goals, Lord, and give us the strength to pick ourselves up and move forward when we fail, just as we said. We can fail time and time again, Lord, and uh, you'll continue to guide our steps and direct our steps. So thank you so much for that in advance. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jacob. I really appreciate you doing that. I appreciate you uh, praying for my aunt and, and throwing that out there. And, and you're just so amazing. And I'm so impressed by you know your relationship with God. It's very inspiring to me and something that I definitely aspire to, to have in my life is to be <laughs> just as close with God as you are. So thank you, Jacob. I appreciate you. Thanks so much. Doing amazing things. Thank you. 
Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for listening today and, and listening to the show. I really hope that you were able to to pull something out of this, whatever it may be. We talked a lot about today about goals and how, how goal setting is really important in our life. And, and I know that there's some things that Easton said that I'm definitely going to go home and do and set that ABC list of things that I need to get done for the day. And then to be able to look back on that at the end of the day and see that my goals were accomplished and the things that I wanted to do were accomplished. And to even be able to look at the motivation in our life and the, and the things that are, uh, you know, when we're feeling demotivated and we're feeling like we're not accomplishing our goals and, and accomplishing our, our mission, then that we can just, we can just keep going. And even though that we're not accomplishing those things, we are, we know that we're going to, we're going to really do that. Hey, I want to say thank you to Terrence for running my show. So amazing today. Guys, remember, love God, love people and impact the world for Christ. Thank you for tuning in to Behind the Mask with Cassandra Perkins. To reach Cassandra or to learn more about her ministry and work, visit CassandraPerkinsRadio.com or look her up on Facebook. It's gonna be alright. Cause God made a way through the pain and he opened her eyes. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.